this podcast contains content that may make some people uncomfortable. Check the episode description for specifics. Welcome to the Chaos Module, a non-canon D&D podcast about a group of sporadic oddballs who fumble through some very mysterious and perilous affairs in the city of Neverwinter. I'm David, and I'll be the DM. Uh, fun fact, um, when the party wiped out the slaver camp, a couple of the bugbears ran off into the woods. They didn't get killed. And what they did when they ran away is crawled in a little cave and... They just sat there shaking in fear for a couple of days. Damn straight they did. <laughs> no. They, 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 cried, they cried themselves to sleep every night. Oh, they couldn't fall asleep. That's got to be well, dramatic. In their human trap. They, they were not killing the slaves out of, like, um, out of spite or out of cruelty. They were genuinely so traumatized that their fight or flight took over and they just started killing things. They saw a whole mountain fall down on their camp, and they were like, oh, crap. Hello, my name is Jacob, and I play Buckwheat Alder, like the tree, not Adder, like the snake. Those are two different things. He's a druid with very poor social skills. A fun fact you might not know about him is he does not believe in trimming his toenails. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I exactly. Feel, I feel so, I feel, I feel dirty. Does he, wait, does he wear shoes? Yes, he does, but, you know, he, he doesn't trim them before putting them on. If they break <laughs> off, they break off. Ow! And he but... only wears shoes sometimes. He's an orc. It's okay. probably okay. like... Okay, yeah, he's half but, orc. It's... And he grew up out in the okay. woods, like, you know. Yep. I mean, he really didn't... He didn't. He couldn't even afford clothing for a while there. Okay, well, I'm Get uncomfortable now. All um, right. He had to just make it himself out of wow. like, yep. whatever skin he had. keep getting reveals about the party just not wearing clothes, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, when he's no. in a comfortable environment, a, 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 um, sorry, is it EI? Ergo? EG? Whatever. Uh, he, when he's in the I. woods. IE, that's it. Um, when he's in the woods, he, he is barefoot. But if he's in the city, he's wearing shoes. Ah. Yes. I'm going to go. Um... He, was told, he was told that people in cities wear shoes. So that's what he does. <laughs> well, appreciate him trying to fit in. Even if All his right. toenails don't fit in the shoes. Gross. <laughs> now All right. Of him in his shoes and just his toenails are peeking out of the end. <laughs> They like drill holes through the front <laughs> of the awful. leather boots. Okay, Absolutely okay, okay. Awful. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We were almost out of the rabbit hole, and then I just <laughs> sent us right back. Titanium <laughs> toenails. I hate, I hate everything about this. <laughs> okay, okay. Strike now does Shut piercing up. damage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this might be useful. <laughs> Roll for constitution to see if you get a staff infection. Everyone needs themselves <laughs> except Justin so we can keep going. Damage. Okay, okay. Oh, man. All right. Well, glad to be here. My name's Justin. I play Adderthorn, the arcane trickster rogue. Fun fact about him, he learned all of his fighting prowess and rogue skills from Mike Ditka, his beloved trainer and friend. Particularly drawn to the bow, but specifically more trained with the rapier. We'll see what he settles on. Ditka versus toenails. Stop. Ditka leaves the fucking room. Sorry. <laughs> oh, shut up. Um, I'm going. All right. I'm Taya. I play Ray's Viridian, the Fey Wanderer Ranger. 
and something about raises. She's heard stories about gem dragons, and she really wants to meet one. Buckwheat doesn't know what that is, and neither do I. Guess I, I need to buy Fizzband's Treasury of Dragons. So, the, like, the dragons are made out of gems, or are they just, like, hoarding gems? Their scales look more gem-like, and most of them have some degree of psionic ability, so most of their spikes just sort of, like, float over them. They're oh, so re- kind of like that diamond woman from uh, X-Men mm. Origins First Class? Yeah, they reintroduced them sometime last year with Fizzbin's Treasury they, of Dragons. They came from the Metal Dragons, or have been, like, warped. I just, my doorbell just rang. That's weird. Well, you better go catch it. I'm gonna check that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I'm Alex. I play Eustace Baker, and Eustace, though trained over many years honing his craft in his trade of baking, he has received an astonishing number of recipes through dreams. What? Like from his god? Through dreams. <laughs> Corum every swap is like, yo, Eustace, I heard of this super cool recipe. You gotta try it. <laughs> Beams it into his brain. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking Torm, the the god of like equality and and judgment. Like I was oh, talking like, to one of my clerics the other day, <laughs> and he gave me this great recipe for a pie. <laughs> Felt like uh, you needed it. Everyone should have access to this delicious food. It's unfair that only only a few bakers know this recipe. So I'm telling it to you. <laughs> Um, what? You know what? what? Nope. Don't need to know. If we've done, if we, it, nope, remove whatever it was. It's okay. What? We moved, we're moving on. Tom, it did. What I was you, saying made complete sense. His recipes in his dreams. That's Some awesome. Of them. Oh, what? You weren't there for that? I would. Yeah, go check his door. door. He yeah. possibly gets them but from God. It's already. Yeah. It's yeah. It's already seven thirty. Let's. All right. Yeah. We let's gotta, do it. I need experience. You're traveling on the way towards the barely standing tavern <clears throat> when a couple of guards come up and one of them, um, who's walking in front? I imagine, if, especially if Poof is with us, Raze is just like running with him. So it might be Raze. All right. Um, so the guard, the lead guard comes up to Raze and just says, uh, a word real quick, please. Oh, okay. What is um, it? He, he like pulls you off to the side so that we're not like in the middle of the road and he just says uh you you your short friend not the really short friend but like the still short friend with with the with the loot we need to you need to ask him some questions about something uh it's a lot easier if 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 nobody resists or anything honestly not sure we could take you in a fight but we really need to ask him some questions it could really help us out what so... kind of questions is my friend Harry under arrest? N- no, he's not under arrest. It's just, well, it's then more he'll like be a... speaking to a lawyer soon. No, no. We have just, a lawyer? He may be able to help us I have more than enough gold to hire us a lawyer. I don't oh. trust the cops. Oh, I'm sorry. You can point, back up Harry's a little bit from the mic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's just turned point, into full on... Just, it, just, it feels like you are in the other guy's face. <laughs> All right. We're, we ain't doing shit till I talk to my lawyer. Like, we, don't, we don't talk to the damn cops. At this point, Harry steps forward and he's just like, it, it's all right, guys, really. Like, I may be able to see if I can be of some help. I'll go with them and I'll see you guys around. And he goes with the guards. What did you do? What? Where is he going? What, what kind of question? What just Why, happened? Harry? Wasn't Look, he a pirate? There's been some some issues down at the docks, and we know he knows a lot of people, and we just need to 
maybe he can help us find a few or identify a few suspects or something, okay? Harry, don't tell him nothing when you get in there, all right? You just uh, you go in there and you stay strong. Okay. I am willing to bring the full power of the Brotherhood behind you, Harry. Don't worry. Why is he talking different now? Like, I just, <laughs> anybody else worried about this? No, I like it. I, I want to. I, I hope he's too. Fuck, we got yeah. power to talk onto his head. Like, well, all right, he no. Yeah. We, but hey, we got the funds. Whoa. If we got a Billy out, just, just, all right, it, okay. Guys, we'll I really don't think that this is that big a deal. I just they need no, no, no. It's all right. And I just it's... he winks a couple of times at him. We got you. Uh, okay. All right. See ya. Goodbye, he Harry. Off. All right. Well, Everyone. he's dead. They're gonna kill him for sure. <laughs> oh my God. We need a new bard. He's, he's well, doing the right you thing. Seem to have he's a helping the store order. Look on this. No, 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 no. We can uh, We've we can go break that. We can't really okay, trust the so, guards. All right, uh, I'm I'm going to retcon this. The reason why Buckwheat was sounding a little bit different is he now has a plus one modifier to his intelligence. Oh man! Oh, he leveled up, and you read a book, <laughs> and now he knows everything. <laughs> just, just Buck. I mean, life has a way of humbling you. He now you. knows it's... how to read. Well, he read a children's book, but still. <laughs> mostly wow. pictures but there's a few words in there he can read like, common if we gotta break him out we break him out or you know if we gotta pay somebody off we'll we'll do what we gotta do but oh um, don't maybe, worry maybe it's we, okay we he picks have up a book and it's just old mcnaughton was a guard go back to reading that law book <laughs> earlier bud <laughs> doing great <laughs> No, it's just oh, okay. reading a law encyclopedia. <laughs> no, it, it, it was a book about pirates, and the pirates said you never talk to the cops. <laughs> oh, oh, smart guys. There you go. Unless, unless you got them bought off, though. I mean, there's, there's ways. All right, no, let's go dude. get paid. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, inside the tavern, when you arrive, you see a, you see the usual cacophony of of people. There's uh. Crap, why can I just not remember anything's names? What's that dude? Let me look Zago. at my notes. Zago, yeah. You see Zago, the guy in charge of the Adventurers Guild in the area, telling a, a story, gesturing with his hands, and just everyone is just enthralled. There's a couple of other tables that aren't really paying attention to him. Ray uh, sees him telling a story and just hands over her ears, just like, no, no, not again, not again. <laughs> And in the far corner of the room is the old man who promised you 15 gold per slaver that you killed. 15? I thought it was 50. Oh, was, was 50. it 50? Yeah, 50. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. yeah I, remember I negotiated that before we left. Yeah, but he yeah. also asked for body parts. Or some kind of confirmation. Oh, you know, yeah, we brought witnesses. Right. We brought the, some of the captives with us. The, the emancipated individuals. Yeah, we didn't we stop calling them, them captives because this is going to seem like you stole the slaves yeah, from the no, other um, slaves. Emancipated peoples, yeah. yeah. And some of yeah. them are now part of the Brotherhood. Fuck, we indoctrinated them into as cold as out of the frying pan into the fire. Yeah, no, oh, we, no. we said that we were going to, we would have at least one of these guys with us that was like trustworthy or whatever. And didn't this guy have like family members or something? Did we know? Oh, was it the old man, the leader guy that we took? Not yeah, the old right. man who owns the farm. The other one, he was like the leader who was talking to us. He was the one who got scared of goat buckwheat, who doesn't like goats. Yeah, he doesn't like goats. He doesn't like buckwheat either. I, I, well, he likes us now because no we scared the crap out of him, remember? <laughs> oh, gosh. So he's with us. What's, oh, what was his name? I don't think he had one. Okay, his name is 
uh, Tim. Go with Tim. I think the old guy just tried calling him Tom. Tom. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll all just start calling him Tom now, even if that's not his name. Tim Tom, like Tim Tam. Okay, Tim Tim. is with you as you enter this the 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 tavern barely standing the the tavern is barely standing so the tavern Adder, is called barely standing Adderthorn's oh. gonna walk in feeling pretty big about all this like sees uh zago he's like hey uh zag it zit zit zigger ziggy star yeah hey how how's it going yeah didn't think you'd see us again did you you he sent like... us after a whole freaking army. What the hell? Wait, what? Zago is not the old man. Zago's the tiefling storyteller who raised oh, him. Yeah. Oh, no. oh, I thought that... Okay, no, I thought <laughs> this the is so old much man... Better. Yeah, I don't think no. you've gotten the name from the old man yet. Whatever. Okay, well, That's I completely screwed uncle. that up. Old man uncle. <laughs> it's okay. Power Keep going editing. and just go into Zago. Zago's like, hello? Zago's story he's like, oh, I don't know. Adderthorn. Uh, no, Not you weren't. The the guy. You were just. You were just the the dick from earlier. I, look, I just. We. It's been a couple of days, and we freed a bunch. Yeah, dude, yeah, we killed this, an army. This is the guy who tried to kick me out because I made comments about his mother. Well, you made comments about his mother. I mean, what do you think? He's just gonna. Okay. He just goes back to telling his story and ignores you. But he's the one that kept on bringing up chasms. It just covers her ears again as soon as he starts telling stories. Adderthorn casts Mei-Chan and pinches Zago <laughs> on the butt. Oh my God. Trying to be stealthy about it. What the heck? What do you even roll to, like... I guess he would roll Arcana against... Sli- no, it's Sleight of, it's sleight of sleight Hand. Sleight of Hand? Yep. You, you, uh, yeah, roll that. That's a 22. So he rolled a natural 20. Hmm. He just winks at Adderthorn and keeps telling his story. <laughs> he, Adderthorn Everyone winks just back. just winks at Adderthorn. <laughs> He knew he knew what he was doing there. He was just like, "All right, no, nope, okay." Uh, well. Buckwheat attempts a double wink, not really following what happens. <laughs> what a two-eyed wink! You, I doubt you saw my twenty-two sleight of hand. No, but he saw you winking. But, all right, well, I don't know. Wink back at him. Well, while all this is happening, uh, you okay. is going to take Tim and walk over to the old man. Awesome. Going with him. putting over there. Yeah. <clears throat> Good to see you again. How are you after all these days? Oh, has it been days already? I thought it was just... Oh, well, you're back. Uh, who's have, this fellow? Wait, ho- hold on. Does have, this, have you left? Have you left the tavern? Yes, Does this old several man times. Here? I've left several times. I don't live here. I live in my own place. It's over by the the thing. Oh, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, the yes, thing of course, is the of course. place. Yes, yeah, uh, uh, you know the thing. Shabda pressure. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, yes, thank you. Of yeah, Enough so of the pleasantries. Who's this fellow you brought with? Who's this? Who's this? Who's this fine fellow you brought with you? This is this Tim is... or, or Tom. We, we don't really remember. It's Tim, Tim. Tom, Tom, Tim. Tim Tams. Pleasure to meet you. He like reaches out and shakes hands with him without standing up. Excuse me. Oh, and how were your forays into the, into the, uh, wherever you went again? You went, uh, towards the volcano, yes? Yeah, yeah. the mountain on the slavers. Oh, joyful. Yeah. could say that we brought the fury of nature upon their heads. Rightly so, rightly so. Hey, have you, have you guys been up to the castle recently? No. 
Oh, sorry, I'm not very focused. I, I believe I promised you some money for this labors. Uh, this, yep, uh, that's the word. Uh, so, how oh. many did you kill? Old man, do you know how many slavers there were? No, that's why I just barely finished asking you how many did you no, kill. Adderthorn pops like, up because in, in he feels total. like he's been ta trying to talk this whole time and he's small and no one's like, acknowledging him. So, pops up. 63, asshole. Oh! That's 63. just how many we killed. No, uh, wait. No, not six. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't think Adderthorn would have the skill to wow. harvest the assholes. <laughs> oh, no. Just pulls out a dagger and flips it in the air. Like, you'd be surprised what I can do with one of these. Be careful. Don't cut yourself. There might be all manner of diseases on that now. Adderthorn throws the dagger into the table. He's like, all right. Like I said, 63. Tim's here to verify. And you owe us a lot of money. Wait, wasn't it 212? What? No. It was, what? What? Wait, was it only 63 slavers? I thought it was like 200. No, it was no. 63 slavers. Okay. I, I don't know where I got 200 from. Wow. Neither do I. Um, uh, but the old man way to go for it, though. looks at Tom, and Tom just like nods solemnly. He just doesn't say anything out loud. Alexa, shut up! <laughs> That's what the old man says. <laughs> you did it in the that ghost voice of too. His wife. Alexa, <laughs> shut up! Go get the treasure. Uh, <clears throat> so, um, and then the old man just pulls out a sack of money and he starts counting out platinum pieces. Oh. I want you guys all to roll for perception <laughs> as he's doing this. Does Adderthorn get advantage because he's like obsessed by money? Uh, no. Oh, come on. I got six. I got 11. 12. Ten. Wow. Okay. You notice um, that his fingers are blue as he's counting out this money. Oh, um, no. Adderthorn's going to say something about that. You, uh, you suffer from poor circulation there? Oh, no, this is nothing. You know, I was a little nervous. I was going to pay you guys, and then some fellas came up to me and told me to sell magic dirt. And uh, it's quite profitable, you know? Oh. And, and it's, you know, you know, I passed them their cut, and uh, now I have money to pay you. Isn't that just wonderful? Here you go. Wait, wait sir. Wait. Hey. Are you a member of the Brotherhood? Yes, I am. I sure I cannot take money from a, a, a no, 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 yeah, you, you know what? we'll take that cut. You already got paid. Wait, 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 no. wait, wait, but, but seriously though, uh, e either those coins are made out of silver, because I think silver dyes things blue, or uh, you've been duped. Adderthorn yeah, kicks I, Buckwheat in the shin so hard. <laughs> Shut up. An unarmed strike. <laughs> Wait, uh... Um, what, what, what do you mean? It, 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 it looks like those gar those might be counterfeited coins. Why Why else would it's, his fingers It's only be an eight. He's just, like, really, just, like... Yeah, he doesn't even come close to hitting him. That just glances off you harmlessly. Well, you don't believe Wait, well, these coins is real? Well, well, I mean, if... I have never had my hands turn blue from handling coin before. He's not... They're not... It's blue from handling the dirt. Like, what... Yeah, it's what? your dirt. Wait, dirt. 
The dirt that I showed turned my fingers blue, and it made him feel all weird, too. As he's counting them out, his one of his fingers, like, twitches and knocks over a pile of coins. Yeah, gosh, sure, that went over. Yeah, you just you keep those away from your hand, uh, your eyes, and or mouth, maybe. I don't oh, know. And, and, and you should probably okay. be wearing gloves before you use the loo. Oh. It's good. Yeah, don't touch that. Oh, nice. We haven't... We haven't tested all this just yet. I mean, it's it's great stuff. Don't get me wrong, but it's supposed to be only used on wounds. Adderthorn is, col- is collecting the coins, also as he's counting these out, like just just taking it in. So he finally finishes counting out the coins, pushes the pile towards you. Three hundred and fifteen platinum pieces, which is equivalent to three thousand one hundred and fifty gold. For is that the sixty-three. Times fifty sixty three slavers times fifty gold each. Oof. Um, <clears throat> the thorn's probably salivating. He just pushes the whole pile towards you guys, and he just goes. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, I started asking earlier, but uh, how's how's everyone up at the castle doing? Uh, you know, there's I don't know how's what what are they talking about in the court? Do you have any idea? Oh, it's been some time since we've been there. Do you? No, I... I didn't realize you were so involved with politics, old man. Well, I'm just curious, you know. I wonder if they've started to address this slavery issue or not. Because last I checked, no one really cared too much about it. And, you know, out in the castle, they're kind of detached from us regular folk. And they don't really know what's actually going on. You know, I bet, mark my words, if someone important went missing, they'd care about the slavers. I can give you my word. We we are going to the castle in not too long a time, I I do believe. And it, it's we'll funny that up. you should mention that. Why is that funny? I don't see anyone laughing. What? Buckwheat. Funny Buckwheat. Buckwheat. Would this be a Buckwheat. case of irony? Hey, I, I, I'm still rusty. Buckwheat. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, old man. Um, we'll go see what's going on at the castle. Uh, Buckwheat Buck Every... gives the old man a, a double wink. <laughs> he looks just, at you, confused, and then just blinks very deliberately, and he just goes, <laughs> stupid nobles. One of them important folks went missing. And just, <sighs> why won't they do anything? Yep. Rich people suck. Yep. Let's get out of here. Just... All right, everyone. Uh, looks like we each get six hundred and thirty gold. So just pass, just take this, just put this away. Uh, oh, you know, three platinum. I'll uh, I'll I'll hang on to Harry's cut if we you know makes it alive, and we divide that up too. And just saying, you know, that's uh, anybody got any problems with that? Uh, I, I vote that we uh, give Harry's cut to Eustace. He seems the most trustworthy with money, anyway. All right, just somebody hold on to it. I wouldn't want to encumber your your small frame with the extra weight I, I can take it oh okay all right another another reference to being small all right well you know just 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 take i think this he was more too. implying that you were weak oh all right well okay well i'm gonna uh you you actually you know i forgot i need to hang back and see if i can get a message out to uh to mike and see if he's been around but you guys you go on ahead wait actually uh, wait, why did I just throw that? That's stupid. Wait, actually, he, like, comes back and pats Adderthorn on the back. What are your names? I don't think I know your names. Uh, <clears throat> my name is Eustace Baker. 
Okay, uh, giving real names. All right, uh, Adderthorn, just just Adderthorn. Okay. Brace. Small name for a small guy. It's like it's, it's a long name. What? What is everyone in this freaking small? It's, where's your last name? Do you not need one? Is it only for your top half that you have a last name? Or... All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna walk away from this conversation. Uh, my name is McGuffin. All right. Well, screw you, McGuffin. Thanks for the gold. <laughs> Platinum. What about whatever. your last name? What? No, that is my last name. My first Wait. name's Hugh. Hugh McGuffin. Oh, is your middle name uh, Mungus? <laughs> no, I don't have a middle <laughs> name. It's probably because there's not enough between my ears. So you're not a Humongous McGuffin. You're just a right, McGuffin. Bye. <laughs> Buckwheat. See, this is why you gotta. We gotta wrap it up. I didn't even get to tell him my name. Well, yeah. <laughs> Steering away. <laughs> it's okay. Yep, nope, that was enough for me. Bye. <laughs> you can tell me your name if you'd like. Sure. I'm Buckwheat. Nice to meet you. It's very good to meet you. <clears throat> Why don't people care about me? He just kind of looks at Adam and he goes, maybe I stay and pass the message with you. I don't, I think, I don't think I want to hang out with them right now. Is it because I'm ugly? Is that why people don't like talking to me? Yes, no, this is I'm... all you, bud. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, maybe we can have this conversation on the way. Where are you guys headed next? So Adderthorn is staying back, and if at, or uh, are you guys going to the castle? Uh, if there's time uh, in the day, then I, I I think so. I don't know if we have to. If... Yeah, there's time. No, yeah, you yeah you guys can go and do that, and then. If you want to play that out first, or yeah, yeah, I'd I mean, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. It's been well, a while. We probably need to go home and clean up, and you know, probably get a meal, an actual meal. Uh, well, if if these uh, mind flares are as dangerous as Adderthorn implied, perhaps we should tell someone that uh, they're going around digging tunnels underneath the land. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Well, all right. If you guys want to go back to the house and. Do whatever you gotta do. I, I'll grab something on the way. We can meet back up there and then go. I mean, I, I don't know. Whatever you want to do. I mean, I'm just gonna take care of this. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. We'll, we'll we, go back. We could meet up by that lovely cafe near the near the Capitol building. Uh, the castle is that what it is? Uh, yes, it is a castle. So it's a castle within a walled city. It's yeah, you know, you... very secure. Mm. Yeah, no, the poor people stay out here. They have their walls, and that's where they are. It's kind of how this works. Yes, let's meet at the at the tavern near the castle, the one that's called the Golden Flute. All right. Oh, um, Golden Flute Cannon. You just want to, like, what, like, what, like, I don't know what time it is, what time of day this is. Did it's we do this thing, like, first in the morning? You ought, I, I don't That's it. It, How about around? We arrived. Like we we set up that farm and then we immediately came to. I imagine like a day county. or two has passed since we got back, but I, I let's say it's like about noonish because we didn't go expecting everyone to be there first thing in the morning. Like I don't think that old man has that big of a problem. <laughs> He's here a lot though. I mean, I'm kind of worried about the guy. Perhaps he is. What do they call right. it? Re- retired. Okay, well, okay. all right, we're we're gonna. <laughs> All right. How how about you know when it's close to nightfall ish, we can we can go there. Just not not too late, but we got time. This is important information. Maybe if we go during dinner time, they will feed us. Buckwheat. I like what the way you think. There you go. That is not a bad idea. 
Yeah, Eustace. Oh, you can bring a pie. Just oh, yeah, you know, I can't you like up something that quickly? I believe in you. I yeah, bet, can we like I send a boy or some, something? Uh, pie crust dough lying around. Yeah, I can I mean, even add some of my berries to it if we in, really in want what to. No, no, okay, that I definitely maybe. have. <laughs> no berries. All right. Yeah. So <clears throat> Eustace, you know, you know how they sent a boy to tell us that you know we got to go there. Can you send a boy back there? I mean, maybe you know a kid that can run a message. Just tell him to expect us, and we'll we'll be there around dinner. So for you, that's like five, right? Because I know you're older and you people like to eat earlier in the day. That is generally when, oh, I, when I like to prepare my meals, yes. Yeah. I mean, Good bakeries action. are notorious for closing pretty early. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, I'm going to go back inside here and we'll see you there. All right. All um, right. As Adderthorn goes back inside, he sees uh, Hugh MacGuffin approaching another group of adventurers. And you see him kind of like try to size them up for a second before pulling a bag of dirt out of his pocket and attempting to sell it to them. <laughs> Adderthorn watches how this goes down because he wants to see if it, how it happens and if how much money he gets for it. Yeah. How much oh, I want to see if this works and how much gold he gets. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, um, you see the adventurers and him talking for a moment. You can't hear over the din of the room, but you see after a minute, they all like, um, the adventurers all like huddle up and they like, one guy comes out with just like a handful of gold. It's like probably at least 30, 40 gold Ooh. and hands it to old man MacGuffin. Arthorn just kind of, and he gives them a bag of dirt. Okay. Arthorn just kind of smiles, gives a little nod like, all right, okay. All right, 30, mm -hmm. 40 gold camels. You know, so we're getting this much back. Okay. Yeah, he's going to remember, he'll, he'll remember that. And he's going to run the numbers and make sure that we're not getting screwed here. Make, make sure we're getting that 80%. Yeah, we got to make sure the cut's coming in, back, like it's coming back correct with how much product's going out. But all right, we'll put that away for later. <laughs> so, what is Adderthorn doing inside the thingy, inside the tavern? He wants to. He wants to see if Mike has been back around. He's going to go talk to the bartender, you know, an owner that last time. I don't know if this guy's like if he bartends all the time, but he's going to looking for the owner just to see and if he can pass a message. Uh, yeah. So the bartender is the same guy that you talked to last time that gave you the advice when you ran out of the tavern. Yep. Um, <clears throat> he recognized hey. you and waves as you approach him. Hey, um, uh, Guy, guy, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, that's, that's my name. Oh, my name's Guy. Guy. Okay, okay, all right, Guy. Um, anyway, so has uh, has Mike been back around? You know, heard anything uh, there? She didn't once or twice. Okay, seems to be doing all right. Doing good. Yeah, good guy. Good guy. Um, no, just uh, tell him that Adderthorn wanted to catch up with him. He gets a chance. Maybe he's in town. There, give oh, me a heads yeah. up. Yeah, actually, um. About that, he wanted to talk to you at some point. Said to tell you, uh, I think it's in. Hang on, let me let me check. I wrote myself a little note. He like Great. pulls out this like scrap of paper, makes a tally mark on it, and says, "Okay, in two days he's gonna be here, and he's hoping to talk to you." All right, no, that's good. No, and, and you know, if days. I just I if I happen today, what? Nah, don't worry about it. It's two days. Oh, oh, okay, all right. Well, hey, you know, just in case I miss him or anything, just, uh, you know, tell him I, I came here, I, I got the message, and um, uh, if he if he sees Mark around at all, you know, we could maybe use the extra weight here, so maybe he can tell him to swing by. I don't know what the hell that guy's been up to, but 
All right. Okay. No, that's Mark good. Shea. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll let I'll let Ditka know next time I see him. That is, if you're not also here. Yeah. No, I'll try. Uh, you know what time did he want me? Is he gonna be around? Yeah, just uh, every every so often he'll just hang out for the day, talk to adventurers. I think he tries to recruit here or something. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Ditka. He's always trying to build up the team. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, I appreciate it, and um, just toss him a gold for being a good guy. Oh, very generous of you. Yeah, no, appreciate you, man. All right, well, I'll see you around. And just he's gonna walk out. And oh, what is Ray's doing? Um, probably has just like settled on the ground and is just petting Poof. Poof. How's he doing with the whole? You know, maybe mu- muttering to him and Sylvan. Probably. Is he? Does he talk back? No, he doesn't talk back. Ray's he understands like Sylvan, but doesn't no, speak it. No, but he can understand it. All right. How's he doing with the whole like? Chewing on shit and peeing on things. Are we we getting better at that? Well, when I tell him and Sylvan not to, he usually listens. All right. Well, maybe we should do it because I I'm running out of socks. It's just kind of getting to be a, a problem. All right. Well, you look as Sylvan just goes, chewing on a sock. Poof! Have you been How eating Adathard's you... socks? How did he even get that one? I just I thought I had <laughs> it. Oh. He just, opens just goes, his, he just like gets this ashamed look on his face and just like gently sets it down on the ground and you recognize that it is not a sock you've ever seen before, neither of you. <clears throat> Who's Alright. Good you well, know what? Good boy. I mean, sometimes he teleports away and I don't see him. So <laughs> Yeah, we uh maybe I guess we should getting socks. It might be useful though. What if he steals the socks of someone we're fighting? That might that might throw him off. If I mean, if he was able them. to get them off, I guess, and Arathorn's gonna ball up the sock and just kind of toss it away. He chases like, it. Oh, okay. Well, if he does that too, he he knows that he can like teleport to where it is, but he chooses to run. I mean, when we found him in the snare, I had to tell him that he could teleport out of the snare. He he like he had never done it before, and you you taught him how to do that. You no, can do I... that. I don't think I can. All right, well, we're going to... kind of looks down at her hand and she goes, I don't think so. He returns with a sock and just, like, puts the slobbery sock on your shoulder, Adderthorn. <laughs> and then sits down. He's, like, only six inches shorter than you when he's sitting down. All right, well, okay, I can't be mad at this face and scratch him behind the ear in the spot that makes him go poof. <laughs> and he goes poof. And a couple, 20 seconds later, he runs around the corner and comes back. I was going to say he came back with a different sock, and I was going to be very concerned. <laughs> Just like a guy passed out in the alleyway. Where is he, boy? All right. Well, okay, that's been fun. Um, I was going to go take care of some things. At, where What are you going to do? Uh, I don't know. I was going to... I mean, we have to meet up with Eustace and Buckwheat, but other than that, I was just going to hang out. Like, here? No, probably not. I don't like Zago. Okay, well, all right, I'm gonna... Can I, I go with I'm gonna you? take up. Um, sure. Uh, yeah, fuck. All right, well... It's... All right. If you Just... don't want me to, I can go find Eustace and Buckwheat. I'm going to the chasm. The the, gat, the big hole, in the, whatever the hell, the, the blue flame guys. You are? Yeah. And I... I think I'm going to take him up on their offer. You see Ray's getting really quiet. She's 
continued to wear her hood down so you see his part of her face. She goes, oh, well, I've, I've been thinking about going there, too. What? Okay, I've got my reasons, and I mean, look, this has made this is this has made a difference for me. It seems it, it's hurt you. I are you sure that's just I don't know. Let let me go first. I'll try it out. You don't have to. You're strong enough. I'm just tired of being so but... small and not able to help. I came and wear this freaking armor that I found, and it's so it's so damn cool. Like look look at this, and he opens up his pack and he's still got the armor he's been lugging around Ray's just kind of like glances over it doesn't really seem to register she goes no that's that's the problem I haven't been strong enough I couldn't protect you guys when the mind flayer attacked what what are you talking about you you were the only person in that whole freaking room that didn't go down and I don't know if you remember I was I couldn't even move. I know, but I couldn't stop him. And if I had set the spell better, the alarm spell, then everyone would have known and wouldn't have had to worry about it. You can't blame yourself for a trap door in the middle. We did. No one found that. All right. Lesson learned. We we do better next time. But I don't think you need. I wouldn't mind you being there in case you know some if, if if something happens. But I don't think that means that you need to go through the same thing again. I, I guess we'll see when we get there. Yes, we will. All right. Gonna start walking towards where the blue flame people are. All right. It's going with. So on your way, you pass a decent number of town guards patrolling around the chasm still. Um, <clears throat> one of them actually stops you guys and asks, comes up to you and asks, what? What's your business down in, in there? Hey, my business is my own, bud. What do you... It's not like this area is off limits. We're adventurers. Oh. I've heard I've heard stories. Awesome. Adventures. We like adventures, I think. Yeah, we got the guild stuff right here. I don't... Do we have, like, guild, like any kind of identification as adventurers or anything associating us with the guild or whatever? I don't think Ray's would. Mm, I don't know what Adderthorn have yep, tried to nope. pick up some things. He's just like, or, it's like <laughs> well, okay, or, all right, sorry. I left the whole thing back. We just came from there. Like, I'm sorry, are there any rules about going down there? No, Captain just... McNaughton says we can go down if we need to. We've been helping him with stuff down there. Ah, all right. Uh, might want to tell your friend that because she's starting to sound a little suspicious. But <laughs> we, be safe. He just walks on by. Yep, man, just like that. That's it. I'm gonna resist the urge to say anything else. Keep your mouth shut. As we're walking in there, like, just promise me that you'll stay back. We're just gonna see what happens, and we'll just go from there. Right? Okay. Thank you. All right. Um, both of you give me a perception check as you're searching for this group of people. Nine. Sixteen. All right. <clears throat> So Ray's looks kind of confused, but um, Adderthorn, after looking around for a moment, recognizes where they are and finds the same cave that they were in last time. Um, <clears throat> when you get to the end of that cave, uh, it's empty, but you can hear chanting coming from an offshoot. Of how many? How many guys are there? Um, so as you get closer, you see six of them. Hey, hey, hello, hello. It just uh. Hi. Hey, get sorry to interrupt your uh your little 
Gregorian monk chant circle thing you got going on? Uh, do you remember remember us? Um, <clears throat> all six of them immediately focus on the outer thorn. Uh, when they open their eyes, there's just this faint glue. Glue. Oh gosh. They have glue, glue in their eyes. That's horrifying. Glow. <laughs> they glued them shut. That's how they're, they're devoted to blindness. Craig's <sighs> <are>. people. <laughs> Well, Adderthorn, as he's doing that, is going to pull his hood back, and if it's like last time, his face is glowing, too, on his spell yeah. scar. Yep. Their eyes are blue... blue uh, glowing blue! I said it. I freaking said it. Graves just <laughs> yeah, kind did. of, like, has a hand on Craig the dagger. Um, <clears throat> you hear, in your mind, just this, uh, who are we blinding today? I think I'm all good and rested up and blinding someone. This time she says it in her mind. She's like, sorry to wake you up, Craig. There just, there might be trouble. Okay, I'm ready to put people's eyes out. Okay, I'll let you know if we need to. I'm always right here, your sentient dagger, apparently. The one farthest from you, with the most tassels on his robe, um, looks at you. And he just says, Ah, you have chosen the path of the blue flame, then. Yeah, I don't know about that, but I want to see where this goes. So You may not have chosen the end of the path, but it seems you have chosen the beginning. Sure. Anyway, he's going to take the pack with the armor in it off his back. I th- if, you, if you could make something happen, maybe, I don't know, make me a little bit stronger. I'd like to be able to wear something like this. Just... If you can do that kind of thing, I, I don't. I don't know how this all works. I don't know. I'm tired of being small and not able to help. So, what can you do about that? Uh, the flame has its own will many a times, but we can definitely entreat it for, on your behalf, if that is what you desire. Try not to kill me, please. Oh, we haven't killed anything for weeks. Oh, here, right? Okay. All right, let's get what what is this okay, before you start what 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 do you what does this entail like so, like coming up small box or anything right uh, no, no, we don't unless you consider this cave a small box, but it, you know it's not that small, I guess, but uh basically, you will stand in the center of our circle here and we will chant and the energy of the blue flame will coalesce onto you. And there's not much way of telling beforehand exactly what it will do. But we can definitely attempt to focus on making you stronger or taller or something. But uh, do that? All right. Let's might not coalesce get the, going. Exact, atten- exact intended effect. But I'm talking too much. Aerothorn's already standing in the circle. <clears throat> And he's, right. and he's, and put, and he's putting friend. the armor on. I don't know if that's going to help. Ray's moves as close to... She probably can't go within the circle of people chanting, but she's basically, like, looking over this guy. Well, she's probably too short, but just, like, right up behind him, just, like, keeping an eye on things. All right. It's, it's okay. You can just... Maybe, maybe it'd be better if you actually take a step back. Who, who knows what these guys are going to do. But they haven't killed anything in weeks. Ray just kind of like shakes her head. She's like, I said I wouldn't leave. Okay. Uh, right. Have it your way. You can go next. If you took one step back, that might be best. Ray just like levels a glare at this guy and takes like the tiniest step back. Adderthorn kind of uh, chuckles a little bit. Uh, okay. 
They start chanting. Um, I need you to roll a d20. Here, be careful. There's not a fly in that circle. You might become uh, some sort of chimera. Cool. All right. That's that's a six. All right. Um, as they chant, um, the a blue light just starts emanating from the air inside of the circle. And as a chant grows louder, the blue light coalesces into like a, the specific form of flames that just kind of spiral. They form like a double helix pattern around um, Adderthorn as his chanting continues. And it gets tighter and tighter and closer and closer to him until the flame touches Adderthorn, at which point it all just rushes onto his skin. You don't feel any pain, but your entire skin is just lit up with blue flame for a moment. And then the chanting stops. Am I dead? You're not dead. Ray's notices the mark around Adderthorn's eye has cut, has a line that has just extended all the way down his neck. And Adderthorn, you can feel that this spell scar gives the ability to, as a bonus action, you can activate it. And any opportunity attacks during that turn are made with disadvantage and you gain 10 movement speed for that turn. If it doesn't hurt or anything, he's going to stand up because he was definitely like down on his knees inside of all that flame and everything and freaked out. But he's going to stand up and kind of like feel across his body. And if nothing feels any different, like, but what about the armor? Does it feel any like lighter, like less encumbered? Does he feel like he is any different? Um, so as you take your first couple of steps after this, you notice the armor isn't making as much noise as you thought it would. And you, as you look closer, you can see it's almost like smoke from the flames is just like acting as like a weird cushion for the scales of your dragon scale mail. Ray's like sees his scar has grown. She kind of just like forces her way through some of the chanters. And it's just like going over to Adderthorn, like, Adderthorn, are you okay? Fine. I, whoa, that was weird. Um, I, do, do I look, do I look okay? Am I just like, well, and he feels over, is his eyebrow hair back? Because he just remembered that he lost that last time. <laughs> am, I, am I good? Am I, it's starting to grow back. Raisin's <laughs> kind of like, she probably doesn't quite touch his scar, but she's like, put your hand out towards you. Scar, it's longer. Oh, how much? How much longer? Um, and this time she will. She'll just like touch the end of the scar just to here. So down well, his it neck. Goes, it goes down his neck and under his. Oh, uh, well, as far as she can see, armor. she here and it keeps going. Look at the, the dude. Like, what did you do? Did it, did it work? It, I feel, it, I feel okay. Why? Like, he's feeling his neck to like feel where the scar the ends fact now. That your spell scar has changed to. It, it, it visually it looks larger that usually means it's become more powerful so the uh you have begun to experience the will of the flame what is the will of the flame where does how do you know that you can channel it here mm, well uh do you care to demonstrate what uh you the powers you just gained or that uh, hey. he's looking at adderthorn when he says this do i tr- i don't know like how do I how do I avoid an opportunity attack? It's like or like he tries to he tries to like speed of movement speed. Does he get just when like does he just boost all of a sudden or like he tries to move around in the armor and like do something acrobatic 
and try, I don't know, he's going to run up to a wall and kick off of it and do a little backflip. Um, yeah, so as you activate this, um, <clears throat> the backflip goes about as normal as well as it normally would, so roll acrobatics. That's a 19. Sweet. You pull off this backflip really, really well, but as you activate this um, um, spell scar ability, this new ability that you have, um, flames just kind of spring up wherever your feet land right after you run, and there's just a slight trail of smoke behind you and you are able to run like faster than normal up to your backflip yeah so i'm 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 faster all right okay that's 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 cool that's new that is the will of the flame then all right okay so will will the flame all right uh and you they hey. all turn to face rays are you also ready to embark on this journey um Ray's is gonna kind of like look at Adderthorn and she kind of like opens her mouth, like kind of unsure how to respond. He's just gonna say, "You don't, Raze. You don't have to do this. It, it's look. This has been. I don't. Know, maybe it's different for some people, but lately this has been a good thing for me. But um, for for you, I don't know. What if it could help? What if if by doing this, I won't I won't mess up again? You never messed up the first time." You're not you're not on your own anymore. Look, we're all in this together now. And we're all in this together. What the hell was that? (laughs) Is Craig singing? High school musical is just playing in the background. Set the tone. (laughs) Rays. I don't look, they're not going anywhere. And maybe maybe we'll come back again. And look, maybe maybe this isn't it. Maybe I know that things often come with a price, and maybe I just haven't paid mine yet, but I think you've already given enough. But I want to help. You already do. And now, flames spring out of my fucking feet, and I can do cool stuff. So, I mean, we're, we're probably good. Like, maybe we don't need to add anymore. You can, you didn't get your stuff from, like, you, you were already awesome, right? You don't need this. I don't know what she's going to do. Oh! If something happens to you, what? If, who's going to take care of Poof? Oh, yeah, you? Poof is probably there with you guys. He's oh, just, yeah, like, no, Poof is definitely watching there. this. Poof just showed up, like, afterwards. Um, <clears throat> so, Poof, like, he looks frightened of the guys, and but he gets brave enough to come up, and he just, like, nuzzles Ray's, like, away from them. Oh, you don't do that when I... Yeah, you don't do that when, when it's me going up there, but then she goes up there, just like, fine, all right. Okay, cool. Poof just like looks at you and just cocks his head one way. And he looks back at Ray's. Alright. Ray just pats his head. With her non daggered hand, because probably and, and like he's Arthron's gonna put his hand on her hand that he can obviously see is holding the dagger, and he's just like, Hey, it's okay. I'm okay. And at that moment, um when Ray's and Adderthorn make eye contact, Adderthorn's eyes go from like a glowing blue slightly, like the other, um, like the the cultists, not the other cultists. <laughs> I don't think Adderthorn is is one There's of more. the members of the Order of the Blue Flame. Um, but just like the members of the Order of the Blue Flame, his eyes were glowing blue faintly, but they go black. And in a completely different voice from his normal voice, he just says. And then his eyes go back to normal. 
and you need to make a constitution saving throw for me, Adderthorn. Do I know that that just happened? We'll see. That's a 13. Yeah, make your save and I'll react to that. That's a 13. Okay, so you suddenly feel extremely weak and you kind of like fall to your knees and you sense that something weird has just happened because you can't remember how you ended up on your knees. Did his voice sound at all familiar or was it just like Adderthorn's voice but weird? Uh, you can roll perception? Insight? Perception or insight? Uh, perception. 14. Okay, um, it sounds vaguely familiar. Um, you can't place it, though. Okay. Um, Ray's kind of, like, startles enough that her hand kind of, like, jerks back, but she sees Adderthorn kind of go down. She goes, Adderthorn, are you, sh- are you sure you're okay? What was that? <laughs> What? Was 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 what? Oh, why why am I on my? I trip on something. Does your scar make your eyes change colors too? I mean, yeah, they they turn they turn blue, right? Black. What? They they just turn they just turn they just turn blue. No, that's. I think we need to get. I think we need to get. uh, We need to go. Um, thanks thanks for your help, guys. I I'm gonna. Okay, uh, oh, I think I need to get out of here. Um, they all return to sitting cross-legged in a circle and chanting, meditating. They're just baseless. Can we? Can we go? Can we yeah. go home? Yeah, so let's the... let's go. So they don't re- react to that episode at all. Nope. Mm. Don't like that. Yep. Okay. Um. So are you going back to the the golden flute now? Meet up with everyone. If it's or... late enough, then or, or I would we would go back to the house, I guess. Um, as they're going, yeah, Ray's is probably just like, you don't you don't remember any of it. Any of what? I... You... <clears throat> no, sorry, I, my head feels a little weird. Um, what, what did I say? Your your eyes went black, like when you when you burned that bugbear, and you said return. But it it didn't sound quite like you. What did I sound like? I I don't know. It it was kind of familiar, but I don't know why. Yeah, I was speaking. I mean, it was just common, right? Like I'm just. I'm assuming it was weird? common. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, okay. at least so, you know yeah, I didn't. It was common. You know how sometimes, like you used to try and learn a language, and then you know you have a couple of drinks, and suddenly it all just comes rushing back to you. I don't know if maybe I just pulled something out of my butt there. You know, Mike tried to teach me uh, Dwarven a couple of times, but never really took. No, I, I, I feel, I, I feel, I feel fine. I feel, I feel better. And All right. Maybe we shouldn't do that. Let's cut to everyone else. Uh, yeah. Are you sending a message to the castle? Are you going there yourselves? Ray's will probably leave it alone after that anyway. So, on on the way back to the house, we stopped by uh, our good friend Jimothy, who brought the message last time. Oh yeah. Or, it wasn't Jimothy, it was like, no, it was like J- Jareth. <laughs> Something equally weird. I think it was Jareth. Oh, no. Jareth. Okay, Jareth, the messenger boy. <laughs> uh, and I, you know, knock on the door, comes out. Jareth, very quickly, here's a gold coin. Slap it into his hand. I need you to run to the castle. Tell them I have an, that there is an urgent message for Lord Never Ember from uh, Eustace Baker. 
I have urgent news regarding my assignment. Uh, very oh, well. Make haste. Oh, a lot. Okay. He like takes off at a dead sprint. <clears throat> Great. And then what do you go and make pie or something? Yeah, we got to go home. We got we got prep, prep to do. All right. So I, as you're I making can't pies, help with the eating like last time. <laughs> Not like last time. <laughs> hey, last time it worked fine. It wasn't until Adderthorn got involved that things fell apart. You can help with your hands. Ugh, fine. I I suppose working with the dough is much like working with, with the soil of the earth. Alright, um, so you guys get most of the way through making a pie before Raze and the Adderthorn turn up. Um, or we walk into the house, I'm just gonna sit, look to Raze, just be like, hey, can maybe we... We just say that they weren't there, and just... I mean, they don't know we were going to the chasm. We could just say we had to take Poof on a walk because he was too excited. Sure, okay, yeah. After after we left there, throw for Poof. Constitution Poof. saving throw. Yeah. Okay. So as you guys come inside the house with Poof, oh no, oh no, he gets extremely <laughs> excited and bees on the floor. Ah, <laughs> oh, Poof! No, we, we were. Oh, I thought we were working on this, bud. Oh, just and as he's peeing, Arthorn's gonna try to scratch his ear to make him poof outside. <laughs> oh no! Raisin Sylvan, Sylvan is just like Poof. We don't pee inside. When Ray okay. speaks, Arthorn looks right at Ray's. <laughs> I don't right, get what roll, the problem is. He's just marking the, the, this you try as his territory. Trigger his his teleportation. Roll a d twenty. Yeah. Okay, I gotta. Eustace on the wrong thing. Eustace, this is a great honor. He is saying that he feels like this is his home. Fifteen. And he's letting other. Okay. He's letting the other hounds know not to come round. Without stopping peeing, he teleports outside. <laughs> See, there is you there go. Just like a, you just. Is there a stream of pee going all the way and to then... where he teleported? <laughs> no. It just stops no. and then just keep it, like it. That that little stream just ends right there, and then now <laughs> <Yep>. he's outside. <laughs> And then after, like, 30 seconds, he walks back in the door, no longer peeing, and looking kind of embarrassed. Adderthorn says, good boy. He sits in the puddle. Oh, oh. So no! Now, so now his fur is absorbing the pee? Yep, he's a mop, I guess. Um, okay, there's well. a knock at the door after, as he gets settled in. There's a knock at the door. Adderthorn opens the door. <laughs> you look up and you see Lord Neverember. Flanked by two guards holding oh. spears. Oh, um, oh. <clears throat> he he says, "Eustace, bud, I received the message. I assume this is." Uh, he steps in and closes the door. His guards cl close the door behind them. I assume this is in regards to my son. Uh, oh, yes, uh, I'll be right out. Here's some the uh, pie running smell water. Delicious, by the way, Eustace. Don't forget to put on pants. I'll be right out. <laughs> Why? Thank you, my lord. Yeah. Uh. All right, Eustace comes out of the kitchen, wiping his hands on his on his apron. Uh, I apologize, the the pie needs another few minutes in in the oven before it's ready. <clears throat> Arthorn goes, "I got this." No, just it'll be fine. Oh, oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. Remember last time? Sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll yes, be uh, I'll be quiet. Uh, my yes, lord, fire uh, and wood do not mix well. So Lord Neverember and waiting. Lord Neverember comes into the kitchen while you're still making the pie, and he looks very oh, anxious. <clears throat> Oh, uh, yes, my lord. Um, and you just kneels. Uh, uh, no need briefly. for that. Please. Up. <laughs> yes, thank you for for coming. I was actually intending on on coming up to the castle myself. Um, it it's an honor to have you here. What what did you learn? Did you find him? Did you find any well, new suspects? Um, did you? Well, uh, to be honest, unfortunately, I 
I was absent for uh, a portion of of our trip. <clears throat> My companions here know, I think, more than more than I do. I will let uh, them explain what we have uh, discovered about your son. He he looks around, seeing like trying to judge who's gonna talk to him. When Ray's realized who was at the door, she pulled her hood back up. Okay. Yeah, I guess Adderthorn would step Lord, up. Lord Neverember, are are you aware that there are tunnels to the Underdark underneath your land? Well, that's why I sealed up the chasm. Well, there have been others, maybe. partially anyway. But we don't, we don't. Okay, we don't know if that went straight. It 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 probably I, I, did. I went pretty deep down. Like that's the only thing that explains how deep those tunnels were going. And you think this is connected to my son's disappearance? Well, pretty dang sure. Yeah, the the entrance was to a cabin that your son was witnessed entering multiple times. Oh no! Did you did you find tracks? Did you find anything indicating where he could have been taken? We found a servant girl. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. There were tracks. Yeah, there, yes, were tracks. there were tracks. Yes, uh, my were... little hooded friend. Tell me more about the tracks. There were boots. That might have been your son's walking into the cabin with someone else, but he didn't walk out. I think he was carried out. It looked like they came back to the road, like they came back here. We thought he might be here. So someone has captured him. You see, the thing with kidnappings is normally you give someone a ransom note. I don't understand this. What could they possibly want? It might be slavers. Slavers? If If someone was trying to sell him, I would know. Well, it's hard to know and understand the ways of mind flares. The Elithid, you ever heard of what? them? Yes. I've th- what do they have to do with this? We think they'd have something to do with your son's disappearance. I haven't been seen for a decade in these parts. Oh, well, we saw one, and it nearly wiped us all out with a single frickin' thought. And well, a little while, heads up would have been nice. He was, while he was carrying away a uh, captured... Uh, girl who she said she was your son's liaison yeah, she, a servant girl that had been uh assigned to him you know we went on his he, trip he does not take servant girls with him on his trips yeah he's would, a young guy you know he's a nice girl she comes along maybe he just wanted something to you know, talk about me a little bit must have it was must a different kind of messed service with your mind <laughs> you you are you must have <laughs> when the mind flayer did something to you. And I, you do not know my son like I do. Now, obviously, yeah, he would never, he would never, you know, go around with those types. We we understand. Of course not. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And Enough of this nonsense. Just we'll keep. We'll, my yeah, son we'll then? keep. Someone we'll keep our secrets. Here. Don't worry. Well, I don't know how to tell you this, but I don't think your son is. If you haven't, maybe he's not with us anymore. I refuse to believe that. I, I thought you said mind flares take slaves. Sometimes they do, Buck. And but if you're taken, you think you're not coming flare? back? Wait a second. You found tracks that you thought were carrying him, leading back to the city. Well, they, they and got you think deep those were the no, no they they went to the road. No, like because he got carried out. There was yeah. Well, the, well, why would a mind flare carry my son back to a road? If we don't know if there was a mind the underdark. Uh, all right, so, okay. Here's well, what happened. The same person who might have been carrying with him was someone who went in there with him. Who would he have taken hunting with him? I will deliver you a list of all of the servants that went with on that hunting trip. They Many have of them wear moccasins. Without him. 
No, they're all well equipped with boots. Oh boy. So it sounds like that rules them out, actually. I won't give you that list. Um, you don't need to. I mean, we're, dude, our business here is done. Did you not catch the part where we almost died by a mind flare? You got bigger problems, dude. Yeah, he, he had a tunnel that led straight to the cabin that your son was tracked to. Yeah, your little summer house had a porthole straight to the Underdark, and that's where the Illithid came up and took the servant girl. Someone before that had taken your son. And that someone was not someone who took him down into the tunnel, right? Well, yeah, I, yeah, mind flares do that whole creepy floating thing around, right? So they don't necessarily leave footprints, or actually do mind flares float off the ground? Well, it could have been one of his their thralls, I guess. I don't think they float off the ground that they would leave oh no that sorry that was a special thing that i was listening to all right anyway sorry yeah like they they don't leave they don't wear moccasins it's like yeah pretty sure they don't wear moccasins but i don't know what 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 are you gonna do look please just continue investigating if you find him i said i would give you a thousand gold i'll give you two thousand gold if you find him Hey, bud, we just got paid 3000 to take care of a large chunk of your slaver problem, by the way. You're welcome. You're oh, going to have yeah. to pay 4, us 000. a bit more than... That was awesome. <clears throat> for... Get my son back. 4000 4, doesn't... I don't get out of bed for... Is he still... <laughs> is, does he... Is he walking away? <laughs> he leaves. Right? He just leaves and then thugs slam the door. I don't get out of them. bed for anything uh, less five, than 5000 5000 Arthorn doesn't even know how to respond. Oh, I can't. The door never... opens, and you just hear, bring him back and we'll decide, but it'll be at least that. And the yes, door sir. Did angrily, does... he's a little flustered. But, but sir, if there are mind flares, doesn't that mean security? Okay, well, perhaps we should tell the guard, at least, if he's not going to do anything about this mind flare problem. Yeah, right after the dick. door closes, Eustace comes out of the kitchen with the pot. It's done! Uh, oh, where'd uh, he go? Uh, Buckwheat opens the door. You might be able to catch him. Oh, no. Sir! <laughs> you just yep. runs out with this pie. This hot pie. Does he have to roll for Dexter? <laughs> he... Oh, no. No, no. He's got experience with pies and carrying He's run them, with hot but... pies before. <clears throat> yes, Eustace has proficiency with handling hot baked goods. It's like animal handling. It's just baked goods handling. Pastry handling. so much yeah. proficiency. Does, does, he, does he catch him? He has uh, a yeah, he catches up hands. with the pie, and he, uh, Lord Never Ember, just takes a deep inhale and goes, Eustace, your cooking always does calm my nerves. Thank you. Yes, sir. Please, rest assured, we will find your son. We will do all that we can. Please, Thank you. don't mind the nerve of my companions. They mean well. <clears throat> uh, you see, Eustace will hand the pie to one of the guards to take. It is a hot Did pie. Hopefully they're wearing greaves. Did Neverember uh, react at all to seeing Adderthorn in dragon scale mail? Well, obviously not. I have a theory. Um, <clears throat> no, you just okay. figured you spent, you made good use of the gold he gave you. Um, as Eustace is running his pie to Lord Neverember, Riz is talking to him. She's like. I think we might need to find someone else to help us with the Mind Flayers. I don't think Lord Never Ember is going to do much. Maybe if we tell some of the uh, 
non-local guardsmen and they're able to prevent an invasion of mind flayers, they'll, you know, ingratiate themselves among this amongst the citizens. Maybe, but do you really think they could handle an invasion of mind flayers? Well, I don't know. Were they here decades ago? Some of them probably were. Maybe they remember the last invasion. I'm just spitballing here. So what, you want to go and tell the guard? I mean, don't they kind of suck at their jobs anyway? Well, at least it's something. Who else would we tell? The Adventurers Guild? That's actually not a bad idea. All right, you know, Buck, it's not the worst idea in the world. Because, you know, those guards that are standing around that hole, I mean, yeah, a bunch of, if they aren't ready, that would kind of suck. This town's kind of nice, and it's nice that it's warm here. It doesn't snow. And surely there's some way to defend against the mind flares, or else this town would have fallen to them long ago. Or city, whatever, whatever this population is called. Actually, hold on, you might be onto something there. If they fought these things before, and they expect us to go and fight them again, maybe they know, I don't know, good ways to not almost die when the thing thinks in your general direction. Yeah, Are we I sure mean, we want to do this? <clears throat> uh, do what? Fight the mind flares? Uh... Were we going to fight them, or just make sure they didn't take over? I thought we were rescuing the sun, Buck, but... Well, that, that, I mean... Did, you feeling okay? Well... Didn't we say that the tracks didn't go down those tunnels? I don't I'm, know who we can tell here who'll be able to help us, because if Lord Neverember hears we've talked about his son being missing, then... No, we're not talking about the sun, we're talking about a sighting of a mind flare. I'm assuming it's all associated. If the Mind Flayer came and took Quinn after they had just taken Draco, then I'm just, I'm kind of making the general educated guess that we're going to run into those guys again. Maybe we can start the Avengers Guild and other people, find out what they know, but I don't know if anyone in Never Ember is going to be able to help us because we won't be able to tell them the full story. What, what is there to tell? We've just, were attacked by a Mind Flayer near a tunnel. Yes, and if we tell them about the Mind Flayers, they're going to be like the old man who wanted us to fight the slavers oh, and go well, to the castle, the... tell Never Ember, but he's obviously not going to do anything about it except for tell us to take care of it. I mean, I don't know. We could always just pretend like we're doing this on behalf of Lord en en Never Ember. We, we, no, we would be doing it on behalf. He just asked us to go and find his son. And does preparing the city for invasion count as that? I... Assuming they invade, but we've got to get more information. Someone's got to take care of the problem at the root. Well, I mean, I don't think I, I get it. I despise the creatures; they are abominations. But I don't think we're going to be able to wipe them out. That's not exactly something. Like no one's surely, if the paladins of the gods haven't been able to wipe them out, our meager party have won't wouldn't be able to. I would guess Eustace would be back by now. Yeah, yeah like I, I was just going to say, Eustace... And in, in the doorway. Eustace, what are you guys you walking to, do? like, the magic flute or whatever? Golden flute? Mm, golden I wasn't flute. Well, no, well, I guess he, still want to go eat food there. He came to us. Because we were going to meet there and then go to the castle, but he came to us, so we don't need to do that now. Yeah. So, like, Eustace, you're... What are we supposed to do, man? Like, we, we just... Like, we don't have to go... Like, we... We barely even know each other. Why are we going to risk our lives for this kid? I may not have been fully uh, straightforward and truthful with you all. What? What? <clears throat> You're not a baker? I am a very good baker. Okay. All right. However, <clears throat> I, I have been guided here 
with all of you by Lord Torm to fulfill what I believe to be my last, uh, my last quest. Now, whether that results in my death or, or my permanent retirement, I do not know. What I do know is that I cannot turn away now. I don't know how this all connects together. It is beyond my comprehension, the, the acts and the wills of the gods and those who defy them. But I will play my part. And for now, whether this leads to protecting this city from, from an invasion or simply a few bad individuals, or this is simply finding what happened to Lord Neverember's son. All I know is that I am set on a path with you all, and I must follow wherever it leads. We must find Lord Neverember's son. That is, that is of utmost importance at this moment. Well, I don't know much of the gods. It's outside of what I was raised with. But I do know that nature has a process. There are balances. There are ebbs and flows. And I do know that I believe in you. You've shown me kindness when not many others would. And you've yet to fail to do so every time. I don't know where this is all leading either, but if, if it is the path you are taking, then I will walk it with you. You have my thanks. At this moment, uh, a rock comes through the window and you hear yelling outside and someone starts just beating on the door. Dang it. Every time we try to have a cute little heartfelt moment. I need Buckwheat to make a dexterity check as this rock comes through the window. All right, that's uh, 17. All right, yeah. So you manage to duck out of the way and this rock slams into the far wall. The door doesn't give in yet, and I need everyone to roll initiative. Mm. Okay. Oh, boy. 12. Ooh. 21. 10. Uh, 17. So that means it is Buckwheat's turn first. What the heck was that? He uh, looks out the window to try to see where the uh, where the brick came from. All right, make a perception out the window. All right. He got 10. Okay. Um, You're not able to see anyone who threw the rock? Does he notice that there's a crowd of people out there? No, you don't see anyone, actually. What the uh, Not heck? out the window. There's someone beating on the door, but you can't see the door from the window. Oh! <laughs> I don't Hello? see anyone! <laughs> I don't see anyone. What the heck? Where could they have gone? All right. Are you, uh, you going to do anything else on your turn? Um, maybe he tries to um, look. Is there a peephole in, in the door? Or, like, could he open the door? Does he have any more actions? <laughs> could open the door. Okay, um, I guess he'll, uh, well, uh, that check might have been his only action. He's just going to position himself next to the door with his weapon out, just in case uh, it's something suspicious. All right, so you're going to prepare an action yeah. in case something bad happens to just, like, attack? Yeah. Okay, Adderthorn's turn. Got a scimitar. Um, Adderthorn is going to try and hide somewhere, but still have, like, a... Uh, line of sight on the door and he's gonna ready his uh his bow radiant short bow to take a shot if if something threatening comes through roll stealth for your hide that is a 15 okay sweet um next up um is whatever's on the other side of the door so that's fun and the door crashes open and these two pretty strong looking dudes come in both holding scimitars and they charge into the room 
this would probably trigger the prepared actions for both Buckwheat and Adderthorn, I'm guessing. Alright. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so both of you guys I'll... roll your attacks. Attack with the Radiant Shortbow. Ooh, he got a 12 for his hit. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, no, I only got a... Uh... Well, wait, no, he's hidden, so um, he has advantage on the attack. Yeah. Wow, I rolled two twos. Okay. Oh, my gosh. And it yeah, stopped on the 20 you guys hit. times. <laughs> neither of you guys just hit with it um these dudes come in one of them takes a swing at eustace one of them swings his scimitar at eustace and goes at him with a dagger that he's holding in the other hand and misses on both of them his dagger gets stuck in the wood of the door that they just busted in and the other guy goes for buckwheat oh my gosh what fart um and gets a 24 to hit and mm. Uh, 23 to hit <laughs> <laughs> on Buckwheat. Um, so I'm guessing those both hit, right? Yep. It's always <laughs> Buck, pain. man. The pain in your face. Oh, man. Okay. No, it doesn't count. It was a six. No, it's a five. Uh, that's an eight damage from the first one, and... Mm. Oh, thank goodness. That is only four damage from the second one. <clears throat> oh. Okay. So there's that, and now it's Eustace's turn. Nice. Well, he's right there. Uh, Eustace with uh, crud. He's standing there. He didn't have anything in his hands. He just delivered a pie. He had. Wait. Did, oh, he took the pie. Dang it! I was like, "Do you have the pan? <laughs> the pie. Does the pan count as a well? He's proficient with 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 pie handling and hot foods. <laughs> oh we established this. It's canon. Uh, no. Uh, Eustace definitely set his stuff down. Um. Thinking quickly, Eustace grabs at the knife that's in the door. All right, make a quick strength check. Jason Bourne. Uh, just a straight strength. Uh, 16. So yeah, 16 succeeds. You manage to grab this dagger out of the door, and this dude just looks at you, and he's just like, oh, crap. You just see that in his eyes. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say that was your bonus action to get it out of the door. Oh, cool. Um, Taken by surprise. Uh, I'm going to try to... Eustace is going to try to threaten him like why are you here all right roll intimidation that would be a nat 20 baby oh my gosh this guy just drops his scimitar and puts his hands up he goes look i was told i was told you had a lot of money just i'm sorry i didn't know you were a feral the feral baker Old man. Just wear, why are you only wearing a chainmail apron? <laughs> <laughs> my business right. is my own. <laughs> uh, we'll say that's the end of your turn. Yeah, yeah. Um, and four guys run up behind these two. Uh, one of them fires a crossbow bolt in through the door, hoping to get buckwheat, but that is only a uh, 15 to hit. Oh my gosh. You just don't like him. You're just the biggest target. He sees Bugby's already injured, and he's like, all right, let's go for that one. Does a 15 hit? Um, yes. Just oh, barely. Well, that sucks. <laughs> oh, no. How Not terrible. The players are dying. That's a nine. Well, the one character. On damage. Okay. Um, And the other ones are too crowded to get a shot off, and now it's Raze's turn. Would I be able to use my longbow, or am I going to have to stick with... Not my longbow. Um, 
you might have to get creative in order to use your longbow. There's a window that you could climb out of to get a good angle. The window's now broken, so... Joel's Eustace's house. Would I be able to get up on the roof from that window? Uh, yeah. Um, I'd take all of your movement speed and a successful dexterity ch uh, saving throw. I'm gonna or... try to do that. But that's a 23. Okay, yeah. You make it up on top of the roof with your longbow. Before she goes, uh, she yells at Poof and Sylvan just, um, what does she tell him to do? Probably just tells him to keep an eye on everyone. Say, Poof, make sure everyone stays safe, but be careful. And then she climbs onto the roof. All right. Um, so you see the four dudes that came up. They don't look nearly as big and strong as the other two dudes that came in the house. If there's like cover or something on the roof, like a chimney or something that you yeah, can stay behind. She's gonna stand by that so she's not targeted as much. So yeah, we'll I don't say know you if that'd be full cover or what, but three quarters cover. Post up against the thing and then we'll come back out and shoot at them. So let me shoot. She's gonna shoot at the one with the crossbow. Okay. That'll be a dirty twenty. Oh yeah, that hits. Roll damage. Cool. We're going to favorite foe him, so that's a lot of damage. Hang on. Now that's a lot of damage. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this boat in half. Plus maybe <laughs> And plus four. 14 damage. Uh, he's dead. This arrow hits, just like... Hits him in the throat, just takes him out instantly. <laughs> His crossbow just drops to the ground as he falls backwards. And that's... Is that the end of your turn? Okay, it's Buckwheat's turn. So the guy, the guy who just struck struck him twice, like the first time around, the one who burst through the door, is is he the one that was intimidated? No, no, he's okay. So the guy who wasn't intimidated, I am going to cast a spell called Heat Metal. I'm going to heat his scimitar, and and um, he takes two d8 fire damage by being in contact with it. Holy crap! Um. And let's see, for that, he, oh, he only takes six damage. But then he also, like, if the creature is holding it or wearing the oven, they take damage from it. The creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or drop the object. Okay, his constitution is a fail. Holy crap. Uh, that's a four. Yeah, he definitely fails. Uh, yeah, so he drops his scimitar. He's just holding his dagger now. It's like, you dare strike me with something like that? Is that abomination of nature? Meanwhile, holding his own scimitar also made out of metal. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's great. Uh, anything else? Um, well, so that was his one attack action. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Unless yeah I'm not sure there's much he can do as far as bonus actions go. Okay. In that case, it's Adderthorn's turn. So which one died? Like, it was the guy that was outside? Yeah, the crossbow guy who, who shot um, Buckwheat in the chest. Okay, so there's still the intimidated dude in the, the doorway and... The guy whose scimitar just, just started glowing red heart, yeah. red hot, but can't Wait, speak. I thought there were four... So there were four guys outside. We killed one We killed one outside. There's there three more, two and there's, there's two inside. inside. Okay, yep. so it looks like Buckwheat's got that handled. Um, so Adderthorn, seeing this other guy that just burst in and attacked an unarmed man, um, just instantly filled with hatred and rage towards him and you see he reaches out and a black misty hand comes out and wraps around this guy's neck 
and he's going to cast Hex as a bonus action on him. Okay. So he's what does hexed. He need to do? He, nothing. He's just, he's hexed. Oh, shoot. Uh, so that was the bonus action. What is your action? Yeah. And then with a thought, he is going to summon his rapier, but now it comes out black, twisted, gnarled, and somewhat elongated. And he's going to run towards this guy and just with a leap stab right into him, just doing as much damage as he possibly can. And he has advantage because he's next to... Uh... He's Wait. flanked. Yeah, he's flanked. He doesn't have... Oh, yeah, he would be flanked. Yeah. So that yeah. means you also get your sneak attack, I believe, if you hit. Yep. All right. Rolling for advantage. That's a 19, so that'd be a crit. That's a crit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. So finally you get to roll some good damage here. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, wow, okay. This is the one that's currently unarmed. That's a two plus three, the and guy. then sneak attack, 2d6, and that would be one plus five. So that's a nine total, and that is doubled for 18. Um, so take a max roll and then add whatever you rolled for damage. Oh, because eleven. So is that the most would be that that'd be okay. Plus so that'd be five. five plus six. So that's eleven. That's twenty-two. Okay, he takes twenty-two damage of rapier to the piercing? face, basically. Yeah, piercing. Uh, and he staggers backwards. Did that guy die from fourteen damage? This, but the guys in front were the two big brawny ones. Oh, okay. Well, Arthorn doesn't back down. Uh, for anyone who's paying attention, both of his eyes are midnight blue, almost black. I'm not there to see it. No, you're not. So this guy immediately starts trying to recover his rapier from the ground. Um, Heck no. Grabs the wrong one that's heated. Um, <laughs> he picks it up again? No, this is the other guy. He doesn't know the other that oh, his friend's okay. rapier was heated. Um, it's what, 2d8 damage? Yes. That he takes? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna roll that real quick. That's six more six damage that he takes. Uh, <clears throat> and he he has to roll Constitution or not? I think it's Constitution. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he immediately drops it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and he's gonna it's a take it booby trap an now. additional two damage because he rolled a nat one on that con save. <sighs> oh. Um, and his entire turn is just floundering on the floor trying to pick up a rapier, which he does so successfully pick up the non-heated one at the end of his turn. The other guy still has a dagger, uh, and is going to take a swing at Eustace, who is now holding a dagger. And that is a 15 to hit. Well, how does he have a 15 to hit? That's stupid. That is 15 to hit. Sweet! It catches in the chainmail apron <laughs> and does not even scratch Eustace at all. I imagine Eustace just giving him like this disapproving look. <laughs> you know, the old man with the sunken cheeks. <laughs> and now it's Eustace's turn. <clears throat> well, with knife in hand, Eustace, full of fury at these men intruding in his home, freaking takes a swing, unfortunately. It's with a freaking knife. <clears throat> you want dagger stats? I got him. I got him. I saw this coming. Uh, let's see. That'd be six. <laughs> six <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> the guy just like takes a step to one side, and you just whiff it. Um, anything else on your turn? Uh, crap. I don't think I. I mean, I could do a spell on my bonus action. Uh, yeah. You know what? Why don't I? With a bonus action, uh, since he whiffed, he sees 
uh, Buckwheat and how rough he's looking. But he's going to cast Sanctuary on on Buckwheat. <clears throat> okay, so basically anyone who attacks Buckwheat has disadvantage as long as that spell lasts. However, that spell is ended as soon as Buckwheat attacks. All right, so then the four guys, well, the now three guys outside are going to attempt to attack... Two of them target Eustace, or no, two of them target Buckwheat, one of them targets Eustace. Well, I, Jeez, they do I should not clarify, like sorry, I'm, I'm looking at the spell. Sanctuary means that people who are attacking the, the warded creature have to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh. And if they fail, they have to choose a new target or lose the attack if they can't choose another target. Oh, dang, that's way more powerful. What's the wisdom save? What is my wisdom save? Uh, 13. Okay. Uh, one of them failed and is going to choose to target Eustace instead. The other guy, an 18 to hit Buckwheat. Yeah, he hits. What the heck is this? Why am I rolling so high? I literally gave him disadvantage for fun. <laughs> <laughs> and that is two damage. Okay. <clears throat> That's two damage to Buckwheat. And then the other two target Eustace. That so just, is it cut his cheek. Another 15 and Myth. a dirty 20. That does hit. Uh, so that is 6 damage to Eustace. And that is all of the outside dude's turns. So does, does, does the rule about Sanctuary being lifted as soon as the attack still apply? Um, was, as was soon as you spell? attack someone, yeah, okay. then that person will not have to make the wisdom saving throw to attack you. It's the best spell for Buckwheat. Or their allies will also... Yeah, so as soon as you attack someone, Sanctuary ends, it's basically. Up. Okay. And so it's Raze's turn. Okay. She's gonna cast Hail of Thorns. That is gonna be a 25 to hit. Shooting oh, at shoot. um, whoever's... I know, and it was a 19, so it's not even a crit. Um, whoever's in the middle outside, so she can hit all of them with this Hail of Thorns damage. So he's gonna take the damage of being hit with the arrow. I need them all to make deck saves. Okay, so all three of them make the deck save. Definitely two failures, and then does a 15 succeed? That succeeds. Okay, one success. Okay, so the guy who got hit by the arrow takes 14 damage. He did. Everyone else will take 9 damage, or 4, as just thorns sprout from the arrow that hits the guy. Okay. One of them is looking really bad, and the other one is looking... He's still seriously injured, but he's not looking too bad. Basically, one of them is bloodied, one of them is not. Okay, um... So that means up next is Buckwheat. Um, Buckwheat isn't feeling so good. He's gonna cast a Cure Wound second level on himself. Sweet. Um, and he gets uh, 11 HP back. Sweet, that's pretty good. And, um, yeah, I guess he, he just... That that's what he does. It's like, oh man, this sucks. Why does everyone go for my face? All right, out of Thorn's turn. He like repaired a broken nose from like one of the hits. So if that guy that was still attacking Eustace is is there, um, yeah. and he's still like, and I still he's still flanked. So I'm he's going backward. He's unarmed. He's flanked. Well, he had a scimitar, but he'd only just yeah, barely I thought he got, got it. the other. The, oh yeah, he did. Uh, he did pick he up the scimitar. All right, Adderthorn is just going to look up, just smiling, grinning from ear to ear, and take another slash with the rapier 
And that's a 12, but I have advantage just to make sure. That's, oh, it's an 18, so 23, almost another crit. All right. Yep, that hits for sure. All right. And that would be a five plus sneak attack. That's another five. That's 10 damage. Man, I'm sure okay. a lot He is now bloodied. All right. And then Adderthorn is going to, um, yeah, he's going to disengage just laughing the whole time just having a blast okay so do you just like step yeah i'm just gonna i'm gonna just pop back just yeah just like i'm messing with the guy like that was just a playful little cut on the leg oh gosh (laughs) this guy he's been hex does he repeat his save by the way or is he He just hex doesn't have a save he's 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 hexed for a minute so i have four more rounds of him being hexed so it's his turn next he's going to swing He's going to lunge forward, taking an opportunity attack from Eustace um, as he lunges at Adderthorn. Cool. Um, seven. Yeah, okay, that misses. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> and his attempts to attack is going to be... Uh, he's going to... That's a, a, a nine to hit Adderthorn, and he doesn't have his dagger anymore. He just has a scimitar. So he only gets one attack. Um, And then the next guy only has a dagger and is going to try to hit um, also Adderthorn. No, not Adderthorn. This is the guy that was intimidated. No. Yeah, the guy was intimidated, has been hexed, cut up. That's the guy that just tried to attack you and missed. The guy that wasn't intimidated but got his hands burned is going to go for Buckwheat. And his wisdom save is uh, 14. Does that succeed against Eustace's spell? Uh, yeah. Okay, so he attacks with a 14 to hit uh, Buckwheat. He, he misses. Okay, so he misses his attack, and that's his turn. So now it's Eustace's turn. <clears throat> so these guys, both of them are probably in range. Is that scimitar, is that, that's still probably pretty hot. Yep. Yeah. It, How it long does heat metal last? Uh, let me double check. Um, it's probably like a minute, right? Yeah, let's see. Uh, yeah, up to one minute. It requires concentration, though. Okay, you haven't taken damage since you cast it, so... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, well, um, they're both looking pretty bad, so... This guy with the other dagger, I guess, uh, he's going after uh, Buckwheat, and... I, I suppose if you asked Buckwheat to stop casting the spell, he could probably stop pretty quickly. You know? That's true. Yeah, you can just choose yeah. to end your concentration at yeah. any point. So Eustace calls out, well, you're not very far away. <laughs> he just says to him, <laughs> whispers. <laughs> yeah. B- Buckwheat. Points at the uh, sword. Let me pick that up. Okay, sure. <laughs> if you had your oven mitts, you probably could have picked it up anyway, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wouldn't he? Because he was carrying the hot pie. Wouldn't he have his oven mitts on? He's proficient yeah. with oh, hot baked goods. Eustace had <laughs> oven mitts. <laughs> yeah, you don't oh. even need to make a save or anything. You just All right. to do fire damage. Even concerned. <laughs> now, the yeah, heated now scimitar is blowing. It's going to do 2d8 fire, fire damage on a hit. Oh, crap. All right, yeah, you have to use these oven mitts. He's just going to pick up the, the hot scimitar off the ground. <clears throat> All right, it is going to be a little clumsy to use this way, so you're not going to be able to add your proficiency okay. bonus to the attack roll. All right. He's going to swing at the guy going after Buckwheat. So the other the other guy with the... Well, no, he you just have the dagger. That would be a 12. <laughs> okay, that's going to miss. Yeah. That probably looks so cool, though. 
like a glowing red hot scimitar wielded by a half naked man in an apron with oven mitts. Hey, <laughs> get off my lawn! He's got pants on. He's got his his splint armor on. I mean, Dang kids! Don't know if he has underwear the, on. Underneath the chainmail uh, uh, apron. <laughs> Right. I'm not counting the chainmail apron as part of his AC, but <laughs> I, I like well, it there for more purposes. It, it was specifically <laughs> developed to um, reflect the heat of the oven away from me. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Is there anything else on Eustace's turn? Um, oh, actually, yes, because I have the scimitar in one hand and I've got the dagger in the other hand. I can do it. I have two handed weapons, two, two oh, weapon sweet. fighting. So I'll take the bonus yeah. action to swing at him with the dagger. That one. Gosh, dang it. That's a. Seven. Fart. Oh, man. It just, like, glances off of uh, this guy's studded leather armor. Um, alright, now it's the bandits outside. Um, they are gonna freaking turn and run away. Because <clears throat> they see um, this crazy old man wielding a, a, a burning red hot... <laughs> yeah, basically. Saber. They just book <laughs> it. And they get, what, 30 feet down the road? Yeah, the two remaining guys. One of them's limping pretty badly. And now it's Razor's turn. Great. Rain fire. Um, again in Sylvan at Poof, uh, basically telling him to try to teleport and knock down the one guy who's really badly injured, who's limping, and she's taking aim at the other guy because okay. he's still easily within range for me. Uh, that's a dirty twenty, and that's gonna uh, do. Yeah, that hits. How do you want to do this? No, it's gonna do sixteen damage. So. Uh... Yeah. Just straight up decapitates him. Well, so it does a d4 of psychic damage, so it's doing four psychic damage on top of, so it just, like, even if she misses, like, clips him in the shoulder or something, the psychic damage is enough to just, like, yeah, that's what kills him. Oh, gosh. He just, like... He has a brain aneurysm. Holds his both hands, he just drops his his crossbow, and both hands go up to his head, and he just curls up and dies. Is... I have and poof stats. Would poof, poof be able to teleport and like yeah, on this guy's back knock him down? Um and oh gosh. No. Why did my brain do this? Sorry guys, you have to suffer with me now. Oh boy. Um Poof lands on this guy and just starts licking his face. <laughs> okay. And, and he's just okay. like he just like is he's super happy, his tail's wagging, he's like, Is this a friend? And this guy definitely falls over, and Poof is just on top of him, licking him. Oh, don't let him move! Uh, then it's Buckwheat's turn. All right, and so the last guy that was still alive out there is uh, pinned down by... Yeah, so it's just the two dudes inside. One of them's only taken, like, one... The only thing de- damaging to one of them, the guy who has the dagger, was mm. your heat metal spell. All right. Um, dang, he doesn't actually have much that's all that good for this. Yeah, all of these would hurt you guys as well. So he's just gonna take a swing with his uh, with his uh, scimitar. Okay. Uh, that's uh, a nine. Yeah, that misses. Dang it! Why am I rolling so low on these? <laughs> I, don't know. I feel you. All right, it's Adderthorn's turn. Okay. Unless David, there's something else. Justin and I are all also sanctuary high. is now over. So this guy that is is he he's not close enough to be considered flanked by anybody else. Um, he Eustace is basically on the other side of him. The guy, are you talking about the guy that you've been messing with? Yeah. That's like on the brink of death. Yeah, you, he's flanked. Eustace is on the other side of him. All right. Well, then, uh, Adderthorn laughing at his pure incompetence and basically dancing around him as he dodged his blows is going to 
take another uh, attack with his... No, I didn't mean to roll uh, that one, but I'll roll the rapier this time. Damn it. So that's a 12 to hit with the rapier. Okay, yeah. You catch his leather armor, his set of leather armor, um, but it's just enough to, like, catch your blade in it, and it doesn't actually pierce through and get him. Arthurin laughing and mocking him. He's like, well, still more time to play. Um, and then it's his turn next. He's going to turn and just run. And he Where takes you a going? action. And so does the other guy. And they they just, like, run out the door. Do you just um, get an opportunity attack? Yeah, they're going to take attack. Attack. Actually, no. Attack? I said they take the disengage action, but they don't. Oh, they're stupid. Okay. They're dumb. Mm-hmm. So you do guys I get both an get an opportunity attacks against... All right. So, are, are is opportunity? Um, can I use like? Can anything be used as an attack, or is it only melee weapons? Uh, it's it's melee. only melee, unless you take warcaster or whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. And I don't get to do. Um, the three of you get it. I don't have advantage on opportunity attack, even if he's flanked. Oh, no. sweet! I got twenty-three. All right, you hit. I got a natural twenty. Oh my gosh! Lightsaber over here. <laughs> you and yeah. Buck, we both just. <laughs> How do you guys want to do this on the guy? So that I've was got injured? a burning hot rapier, <laughs> and you or a, a scimitar. You've got a normal scimitar. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like the burning hot rapier should go for the guy who's not all that injured, and then I'll just do my eight damage on the guy who is injured. That, that oh, seems okay. like the best way to be econ- economic about it. So, is that enough to take him out? No. <clears throat> no. Okay. And then, do you want to roll the scimitar damage plus two d eight of fire damage? That's Oh, for the one he crit. <clears throat> oh my gosh! So it's a one d six, right? Wait, do, wait. Do yeah. we get a You'll separate attack of opportunity plus... on each person? Oh, but it's you it's... only get no, one you get attack of opportunity per round. Yeah. Okay, so you get but one it's crit. So two d six. Um, no, you'll what? take a max roll. So six plus sixteen, because the max roll on the fire damage as well, mm. and then you add to that whatever you roll. So, like, wait, was this guy trying to run out? Whatever you roll. He ran right into Eustace holding up this hot poker. (laughs) Ah! Just screaming as he runs further onto it. Mm. Oh, my gosh. In this moment, I'm I'm not fully understanding this. So So when you get a crit, you take the maximum that you could roll. When you get a crit, you you take the maximum that you could have rolled, and you add that to your roll. So it's 1d6 plus 2d8, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that means 22 plus whatever you roll, because 6 plus 8 plus 8 is 22. Okay, so make sure I, I fully understand. It is the maximum possible damage plus Of a the dice extra. plus whatever you roll. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So 2d8 being 16 plus 6 being mm-hmm. 22. 22. And then plus whatever, whatever you roll. I rolled, which is a five, which is twenty-seven. Wait, plus so the two d eight. Wait, what? You, you still have to roll two d eight. Oh gosh, I, I, jeez. These too. crits are nasty. They're really great when you get to do them, not when they're used against you. All right, so then that, that's an on top of the twenty-two is an additional seventeen. Okay, thirty-nine. Uh, <clears throat> he's definitely bloodied. He continues to <laughs> run. <clears throat> No, he's not quite dead, and he he runs like, out is, the door. Is he sprinting? Or is he just doing a normal like amount of? Speed? He sprints. He's sixty feet away. Okay. As he's running, yeah. as he's running out, Eustace is gonna call after, 
Pay for my window! Uh, can I take my turn? Or is it uh, someone else's next turn? Next is Eustace's turn. Okay. I definitely cannot reach that far. You could get the guy that Poof's holding down, though. He's like 30 feet away. Yeah, he's 30. <laughs> Eustace only has a 20-foot walk. Oh, gosh. He can start he's, moving that he's way. He's a slow old man. He's, he's slowly sauntering out of the house, yelling after these, these guys. You can probably see the bodies that Raze has dropped. Eustace is just walking, stepping over bodies and weapons strewn about and blood on the doorway, and he steps out yelling at these guys, You broke my window! You scuffed my door! Um, uh, and you that's can pretty much use all they can do. dash action to get to the dude, oh. if you want. Yeah, I guess I could. Yeah, I'll take that dash action. It goes right up to him. The guy. The other the guy is going to try... Well, no, he's, he's pinned down by you and by Poof. He's not going to get up, and it's Raze's turn. Which of the two guys who are running look the most injured? Uh, the guy on the left. Okay, she's shooting at that one. Are you able to make him your favorite bow, whatever thing? Probably, again? but I don't think that'll hit. It's only 14. Uh, no. Yeah, that's not going to hit. I do have 150 feet of range. That is not disadvantage, so. Unless they're dodging behind a building. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. It's Buckwheat's turn. Right. What? <laughs> oh wait, what about Adderthorn? Yep, no, no, Buckwheat was ahead of him, you're right. Yeah, and then Adderthorn's gonna be next. Oh, okay. Um, he casts uh, Ice Knife second level. Um, nice. And let's see, he Is... rolls uh, 20 to hit. He's, which which he's, one? Uh, the guy on the left. Yeah, the guy doing not as good. So that's yeah. definitely gonna hit. Alright, so it does uh, 1d10 damage. And oh my gosh! Make... It did Very one rolls, damage. Yeah. It did one <laughs> no, damage. re-roll that. Uh, you're gonna let me re-roll it? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. It did seven. It did seven damage. But but then it explodes. And then they both have to make a deck save, right? Yeah, they have to do a deck save. And I think if uh, they, they must both succeed fail. in a deck save or I'm take say, the men who got lightsaber okay. probably so have disadvantage. They they take uh three d six damage. Oh, three d six. Oh, yes. Because I did second level. That's twelve damage to both of them. Okay, one of them dies. Like, he just dies. <laughs> the, hex the, guy on the, on the, left? the next guy just dies. And so, the other guy Thorns gets his 3 HP. And he's almost dead. Yeah, when that, when that uh, happens, yeah, you Adderthorn gets his 3 HP. Yeah, when that happens, you see, like, a, a, a black, smoky handprint dissipate from, uh, from his neck. And then Adderthorn calms down, and his eyes kind of go back and to normal, or what was normal before. Mm-hmm. All right, and then it's Adderthorn's turn, right? Yeah. Yep. So Adderthorn right. sh- sh- shakes it off for a second, and then he's going to take aim with his short bow at the other guy that's still alive. I don't know if I have advantage on that because he's like not looking, but uh, it doesn't. That was a natural one, so I get to re-roll it. Thank goodness for that. That's a nineteen, but that guy wasn't hexed, so it's not a crit. Uh, um, he's got low enough health that just like, how do you want to do this? I. Just, I'm going to take the shot, and I'm going to go right for where the spine meets the base of the head, the sweet spot. Oh, boy. And maybe that arrow comes out his mouth or face or something. Uh, does it do radiant damage, or is it, it only... It does. Oh, wow. So it's like... That little, tr- yeah, tracer arrow. Jeez. All right. Sunlight. Yeah, they did. He did. And he, his head explodes in a burst of light. And Teddy flies out, and you hear little kids go, Yay! Yay! <laughs> Um, if we're out of initiative, Ray's will like, 
slide off the roof, like probably roll and go over to where everyone else is by the guy. Cool. And that's... That Poof is holding down. Um, Poof kind of looks around and you see him make this like concerned face and he stops licking the guy and just sits on his chest. Um, and that's where we'll leave off this time. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Chaos Module. If you enjoyed it, be sure to hit the follow button. And if you can really do us a favor, go ahead and give us a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to us. And go ahead and share this show with other Chaos Gremlins like yourself. XP for um something for something some, some damn good <laughs> role playing last two sessions. How about that? Yeah, I don't want your pity XP. I'll I do. I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take buckwheats. <laughs>